Welcome to IdeaGen TV. Today, I am honored, privileged, and thrilled to have with us Sharon Price John, CEO of Build a Bear. Sharon, welcome. Thank you. I'm so delighted to be here. Great to see you, George. Oh, gosh, Sharon, it's always a pleasure to have you on IdeaGen TV and rolling right into the interview. I'd love to ask you I know there's so much going on. What is happening with you and Build-A-Bear this year, 2023? Uh, we have a lot of excitement going on at Build-A-Bear. Um, we're you know, continuing to open new locations. We're um, building out new intellectual properties. We have a documentary that's going to be coming out later this year. Lots of great license uh, partnerships. Um, very exciting times for Build-A-Bear as we're kicking off our first year in our second 25 years. Last time we spoke, you were about to release your book, Stories in Heart. Now that it's officially published, oh my gosh, an accomplishment in and of itself, could you, Sharon, kindly reflect on what the experience of writing this book was like? Oh, George, this was a crazy uh, experience at a crazy time. Um, when Forbes reached out, you know, I was struggling with what I wanted to write about. I didn't want to write a traditional business book. And we, we found a real balance of uh, exploring different stories uh, that have happened to me throughout my life and how they've impacted me and put it together in a bit of a construct that is really pushing it out to the reader uh, to reflect on their own lives about what are what are the moments that impacted you and what did you do with those moments and how did they either move you forward or hold you back? And it's a postulation that basically it's not what happens in your life. It's the, the, the information and the narratives that you read, that you sort of weave around all of these things that are either empowering or disempowering for people. And I wanted to dismantle that and give people ways to reflect and think about setting goals or getting rid of some of this negative self-talk or rethinking their objectives based on how they evolve in their life uh, and opening up their apertures for getting maybe off the, the beaten path and trying the scenic route for a minute because you never know what could come from that. Um, and we put together this, this, uh, this kind of book with a workbook inserted in it um, with lots of fun uh, reflections on everything back to my childhood, but it also is a loose narrative of my business career as well through the trials and tribulations of being on Barbie at Mattel or being the head of the U.S. toy division at Hasbro and even some of the difficulties of the turnaround with Build-A-Bear and the retail apocalypse and COVID because we, um, I ended up writing it during COVID because the we signed the deal with Forbes like right before COVID hit and I stretched out the writing of it so I could even reflect on that experience uh, and try to find meaning in in what we went through to to get Build a Bear to an entirely new place uh, during some of those difficult moments for everyone, um, particularly you know, retail environments where you know, ninety percent of our revenue stream was shut down because we closed down all of our stores across the globe in a 48 hour period in March of 2020. Um, that takes a different kind of leadership team to maneuver things like that. But it's been, I think at the looking back on it now, I think it was 
a uh, remarkable experience and almost cathartic to be capturing that while this is going on. I'm literally writing this book during this time frame. Um, but, uh, but the outcome has been uh, humbling and, and amazing. And uh, we are, have a number one on, uh, had number one hit on Amazon. We're in the bestsellers list in many categories, including business and mentoring. Um, and it's been, I, I, like I say, I, I've, I've been um, just, I, I just touched at some of the feedback um, and so excited to have completed it uh, and, and fought through it because it was not simple. And so Sharon, you have had this incredible career and done and focused on so many areas, but one area that is a thread that I see in all of your work has been this incredible focus on youth. How has this come about and why youth? Yeah, that's a, such a great question and a really good insight. Um, I do have, tend to enjoy uh, products and categories that have a uh, you know, centric uh, sort of uh, area around youth or young, being at least young at heart. Um, even in my early ad days, I, I happened to be in the confections industry. So confection and toys. And there was a time period in there where I was the president of a Stride Right Children's Group, uh, which is, you know, children's fashion and footwear. So um, ended up creating a bit of an expertise on how to communicate effectively to kids and create products that kids like, but also that um, parents and caregivers um, also understand the value of that. And how to weave those two messages together in a meaningful way. But I think I'm just uh, attracted to that because uh, I do want to stay young at heart and I like to stay uh, up with what's going on. And it's really fun when I watch cartoons and somebody asks me why, and I say, it's my job <laughs> to know what's going on in the lives of kids. So, um, and I like to be able to, you know, have a deeper meaning for what we do and, and set our standards high. Uh, and um, even back to the book, I mean, one of the targets is, you know, not, not children, but just short of that, you know, young high school kids and college kids and having self, you know, self-reflection even at that age and knowing that your possibilities are, are so much bigger than you might think. And what can we do to provide kind of that impetus, even in the smallest of ways, like having your own special teddy bear um, that you can tell your secrets to or that you can play with. It's, I think the proof points are uh, quite remarkable, uh, even from, uh, you know, the psychiatry uh, and psychology, the importance of a teddy bear in the lives of children. So it come, I come at it at a lot of different angles um, to really both appreciate, enjoy and understand the importance of having things that are for kids or for people who want to stay young at heart. And um, I like, I like it. It's in, it's empowering to me. Uh, and I think at the end of the day, just like with you, George, it's important that you find things that you're passionate about because then you don't work a day in your life. That is so true. And after all, Sharon, I think you agree with this statement life is just a series of moments, right? 
And so ultimately, how do you want to be spending those moments? He kind of puts it in perspective, doesn't it? And so you have a foundation, build a bear foundation, and you support various initiatives that, that address social development challenges. How and why are you focused on these areas? The Build-A-Bear Foundation was started almost the same time as Build-A-Bear uh, by the founder, Maxine Clark. She had a vision uh, when starting this company that there would always be uh, an, an element of giving back, of understanding your importance in community, of understanding your importance to the people that support you. Um, and that's a big part of who we are and why the mission statement for Build-A-Bear is to add a little more heart to life. Uh, we've been providing um, teddy bears for comfort for children um, uh, in need for years and years. Um, we work with the Red Cross uh, and most recently um, announced uh, in our 25th anniversary year, which was last year, a relationship with First Book to help assure that children who may not have as much access to reading materials um, have that access. That that book is having that book as a child and calling it your own and clearly learning to read and being literate is absolutely critical step in being a productive member of society and also being um, you know it, it creates joy because it, it spreads. Um, uh, education and, and enables your imagination. Um, uh, there's so many links to that as a linchpin to success. And we want to be able to be a part of that. Um, so I, I think that uh, there really isn't a better way uh, than to assure that you are providing both your company, the people that work for your company, the people that support your company, uh, including our, our vendors uh, and our, our factories and, and all of our other support structures, as well as our guests. When they come to Build-A-Bear, we offer them an opportunity to participate in, uh, in the Build-A-Bear Foundation through pin pad donations and assure that they understand the value that we place on children and children's education and well, health and well-being. So you've mentioned it's just incredibly inspiring, first of all. Um, and what a vision uh, that the founder of Build-A-Bear had to create the foundation alongside uh, the corporate operations to make sure that you can create that impact while doing good and uh, thriving as a company. I mean, it all makes sense, doesn't it? And, and so there's no better leader than you to take that as you have to the next level during what you just alluded to a few minutes ago, which is probably the most difficult time in, in human history juxtaposed upon the business <laughs> worst time in history, you could argue with 90% of your revenue being literally shut down, turned off. And so it's remarkable to hear you and your passion, Sharon, when you're talking about this work that you're doing on the foundation side as well. And so in terms of the prioritization of education and child development, you're focused on that as well through philanthropic efforts at Build-A-Bear. What are some examples of that? 
Well, for is one of them is this first book relationship uh, that has been so meaningful to us in uh, being able to distribute books effectively and efficiently to uh, children who don't have the type of access that so many of us do uh, to good uh, reading material that's age appropriate for them and story appropriate uh, and assuring that, you know, you just the, the special aspect of that owning your own book and being able to learn to read that and hold that close and go through the physical process of it. Um, so many take that for granted and so many children do not have that experience or access and uh, that, and again, I, there's so many uh, data points uh, about the need and the adjacency of children's literacy to future success. It, you just think about it, you know, what, what would you do if you couldn't, you couldn't read? I mean, how limiting is that? And that feels like the minimum requirement for a society is to, beyond, um, you know, healthcare and um, shelter, food, appropriate, of course, appropriate uh, uh, care such as that. But next has to be um, education and literacy. And that one of the things that, of course, you know, this attracted me to the UN, um, the UN goals um, in that the number four is, is quality education. And you have to start somewhere, and um, and it makes a sense for Build a Bear uh, to be engaged in the this child part of that. Now, at the same time, you know we do work with uh, with um, the Red Cross uh, for children in distress situations, where then they will they will express that once the 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 critical you know health needs or whether it's food, shelter, clothing are taken care of in a flood or fire. Um, or other disaster situation, often that teddy bear is the next thing that they provide for children. Um, they've often lost that uh, that token of comfort uh, in the midst of it all. And, and this is uh, such an important part of what helps them be calm and, and, and get to sleep at night um, in maybe the shelter that they're now in. Um, it's remarkable the role that, that these little stuffed animals can play and the lives of children. Um, but we've, we've had long-term relationships as well and continue to build out new relationships. We've also recently announced a relationship with first responders uh, in that helps the children of, to assure that the children of all of our incredibly invaluable first responders are taken care of uh, if there is a, a situation where perhaps one of their caregivers um, doesn't come home. Uh, they put themselves in danger every day for citizens, and um, we need to make sure that they're that we take care of their children as a, re as a reciprocal responsibility. Well, you're that leader. You're a leadership defined, Sharon, as you know, and and I've seen your leadership in action, and it's remarkable the way you've tied in the global goals the pursuit and achievement of the global goals, the mission of Build-A-Bear, the foundation in a holistic sense to help to change the world, to make the world a better place, which is what you're doing with each and every sale and with each and every philanthropic effort and every single thing that you're doing. And it really does start at the top. Why, Sharon? Why? I think I know the answer, but I want for a global audience to hear this. Why are the global goals, those 17 global goals in an infomercial on the global goals, 
unanimously agreed to by all 193 member states of the United Nations, 17 goals starting with ending hunger and poverty and ending with global partnerships. Why are these goals, global goals so important to you? First, it's remarkable uh, that there was so much vision and drive and um, I, that, that the countries came together, made a statement, put a point in time and, and, and became focused on these very, very important uh, subjects. Uh, and in the midst of that, it's not just the identification of the need for these things, but as you reiterated, the power of the agreement. Uh, and that is, I think, a very special uh, moment in time for us to say, this is possible. And what we've been able to do in the past, when everyone comes together with focus, is truly amazing. And it is, these are, I think when you look at these goals, I think that the United Nations and the leaders of these countries recognize that these are correctable. Um, it's just a matter of will and a matter of when, not, not an if. Uh, and that we can forge so much more ground, so much more quickly um, when we are in agreement. That's really the beginnings of what it takes. Um, it's everyone thinking like that. Uh, and that's why, that's why I love these goals is they're so well thought out. It's so needed and it's so possible. It is just a matter of us coming together with the will to do it. Incredible, Sharon, incredible. What an inspiring and just remarkable moment to have with you here to hear from you directly about again, your leadership, because you are truly, again, the leadership defined. You're a leadership defined. And so I'd like to close this interview with a final question, which is, would you kindly share any recent milestones or achievements? There are so many, and you've alluded to so many, but what are a few, one or two that you wanna to point to that Build-A-Bear has reached? And then separately, but part of this, I'd love for you to let the global audience know how they can find out more about your book and about Build-A-Bear. Thank you, I, I absolutely. And I, I did allude to that we just completed the, or in the completion of our 25th anniversary celebration, we're actually uh, in the middle of continuing to um, prepare for the celebration of the next 25 years and beyond. Um, that also ushered in our 225th million Build-A-Bears or furry friends that have been made, um, which is incredibly remarkable. If you think about everyone who's been, you know, at a Build-A-Bear and gone through the process and end up with their, their memory and uh, doing it together, doing it part. I mean, these are, these are special memories for people and we're so happy to be a part of their lives. And then um, post-COVID, um, and in the last two years, 2021, 2022, um, were the two most profitable years of our history. Um, and to have done that uh, after you know such a, a difficult time for so many and come together as a team and get focused and pivot Build-A-Bear and uh, build out our, our e-commerce and our digital arm during those time periods and then learn how to 
evolve and meet the guests where they are, no matter where they are, um, inclusive of now 40% of our sales being to teens and adults, uh, embracing that young at heart nature that we were speaking of. I, I think that this has been a truly uh, pivotal time for our company. Um, and um, and I've been uh, uh, honored to be a part of it. For the book, storiesinheart.com, and feel free to go to buildabear.com for more information about Build-A-Bear. Pretty easy stuff. Sharon Price John, CEO, Build-A-Bear, friend, leader, luminary, changing the world. Again, my friend, you are leadership defined. Thank you so very much for this interview today. George, thank you for thinking of me and always happy to, to talk about um, talk about teddy bears. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so very much, Sharon. You've inspired many. Thank you. <laughs>